1: One person will say, you know, well, I go to this church and, man, my church is awesome because this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and And the body of Christ kind of divides over which church is more fun, you know, which preacher is more eloquent, more charismatic, or funnier, or whatever. But Paul said this, he said, you're elevating Apollos, you're elevating Paul, but the reality is that Jesus is the only one that's supposed to be glorified.
0: When you make it about the church and the pastors, that's exactly what you're going to get. Just a building and some people. In today's message, Pastor Robert will share that it's about Jesus and Jesus alone. He is what makes a regular building a church and makes a regular sinner a pastor. He is the only one who should be praised. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 16, as he begins his message, laboring against loneliness.
1: Listen, today we're going to be back in the book of Romans. Um, we're in chapter sixteen. We're going to look at, at the first half of, of this final chapter. You know, at the end of chapter fifteen, Paul gives like a concluding prayer, and, and at the beginning of chapter sixteen, it's it's almost like a postscript. You know, he's he's sending greetings to to a bunch of different. People and which I find interesting, considering the fact that that Paul had not yet visited Rome. He hadn't been to Rome, but he still he knew a lot of people. Um, another thing I find fascinating about it is is just noting that you know the Bible tells us in 1 Timothy all Scripture is God breathed. It's inspired by God. So so the Holy Spirit is is actually the one behind. The highlighting, if you will, of all of these individual people. God wanted us to know about these people. Even though, you know, on on face value, when we look at this list, it, it seems like it's just a list of personal acquaintances of the apostle Paul. And it doesn't, it doesn't initially seem like it would have much instructional value for us. So it's tempting to just kind of read over it and move on, but I don't want to do that. I want to think about it just a little bit. I, I want to pay attention and, and just give a minute or two to reflect on what the word of God says about these people. Because if they were signif you know, sufficiently significant that, that God chose to highlight them for us, it, I think it might be wise to reflect on on who they were. So the the first name on Paul's list here in Romans chapter 16 is a a woman named Phoebe. Listen to what he says about her. He says, I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Centria, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her in whatever business she has need of you. For indeed, she has been a helper of many and of myself also. So he, he tells us here that, that this lady, Phoebe, was a servant. The Greek word that he used is diakonos, diakonos. She was a deaconess in the church in Centria. And and that Greek word, diakonos, it's the same word Paul used in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 5. When he, he was confronting their, you know, among the, the Corinthian believers, their immaturity. He's, he As he writes this letter, he's confronting the leadership, the elders. And, you know, he starts off in chapter 1 by telling them how wonderful they are how knowledgeable they are, how spiritually gifted they are, how eloquent and well-educated they are. But then in chapter three, he shifts gears he, and he confronts their immaturity. He basically tells them that they're a bunch of spoiled brats, a bunch of immature babies in Christ. And, you know, as we move on into the book of 1 Corinthians, I look forward to unpacking that and really dissecting it. But the thing that that struck me as I read through Romans chapter 16 was the fact that as Paul was confronting the Corinthians about their immaturity, the thing that he pointed out was that they were dividing up into groups, arguing over who was the, the better preacher teacher, whatever. Some were saying, you know, I'm of Apollos and others were saying, well, I'm of Paul. And, you know, it's kind of like what we do today when, you know, one person will say, you know, well, I go to this church and man, my church is awesome because this, 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 and this, and this, and this. And the body of Christ kind of divides over which church is more fun, you know which preacher is more eloquent more charismatic or funnier or whatever but paul said this he said you're elevating apollos you're elevating paul but the reality is that jesus is the only one that's supposed to be glorified among us jesus is the one who you know we're supposed to be we're all supposed to be following jesus and then he says apollos and i are m- merely servants diaconos of the lord jesus and what the Bible teaches us is that we who are Christians are supposed to come together and serve Him. We are the church. You know, a lot of times I'll hear Christians talking about, you know, I volunteer at my church, and I'm, I'm, I'm helping the pastor, or I'm helping the church. No, we are the church, and, and, and we are called by the Lord Jesus together to, to do whatever it is He gives us to do, to work together that the kingdom of Christ would be advanced in the earth. We're all supposed to be working together with a common purpose in the Lord. So he says, you know, Phoebe, like Paul, like Apollos, is, is, a, is a diakonos. Now, most Bible scholars believe that, that Phoebe, the reason he does this the way he does it, you know, he, he kind of writes a, a letter of recommendation here at the end a postscript but it's like a you know he's he's recommending phoebe to them as someone worthy of a warm reception he's like is befitting a saint of god not talking about famous dead people you understand that right when the new testament talks about saints it's not talking about famous dead people it's talking about anyone who is actually sincerely following Christ. That's the biblical definition of a saint. And he says, She's a sister in the Lord. You should receive her and assist her in many ways she has need of assistance because she has been one who helped many people myself included so the apostle paul gives phoebe this glowing recommendation to the christians who were in rome and and we don't know he talks about whatever business she may have need of you but we don't we don't know if she was literally a businesswoman who was there on some commercial venture or if Maybe the church in Centria had sent her on a mission and, and, you know, maybe she would have need of hospitality in a place to stay or something like that. We don't know. But Paul commends, you know, gives her this glowing recommendation. And then he continues in verse three. He says, greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus who risk their own necks for my life to whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Again, it's something that's kind of striking that we, we have this, this couple. It's, it's like they were the, you know, the biblical power couple, Priscilla and Aquila, or some of the in different places, it, it'll shorten her name, Prisca, It's kind of like, you know, Elizabeth many times will be called Liz. Well, Priscilla in one place, called Prisca in another place. But Priscilla and Aquila, they're mentioned a half dozen times in the New Testament scriptures. And apparently, God used them mightily. You know, Paul says, I'm not the only one who gives thanks for their lives. All the churches of the Gentiles, all the churches of the non-Jewish people give thanks for Priscilla and Aquila. That's a pretty profound statement. Here Paul says that they had actually risked their lives for him at some point. You know. And, and I was thinking about, you know, again, when you find out whether or not people actually believe what they say they believe when times get hard. Well, when times got really hard, when times got dangerous, when it got dangerous to be known as an associate of the Apostle Paul... Priscilla and Aquila put everything on the line in order to, to be a blessing to him.
0: Romans is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid back bone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. 305 We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.